You're listening to Athleisure Kitchen, where you'll get the inside scoop with those in the culinary world from celebrity chefs, food personalities, restaurateurs, and more. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith of Athleisure Mag, so set an extra plate as we chat all things culinary. On today's episode of Athleisure Kitchen, over the past few months, we have had the pleasure of catching up with Chef Kristen Kish to talk about True TV's Fast Foodies, as well as her partnership with Jonga Kimchi. We love how she enjoys exploring food and the stories that it tells for those that also have taken care to share their experience through it. This month, she hosts National Geographic's Restaurants at the End of the World that takes her to exotic locales and showcases how people bring their visions to life, creating meals that pull from items that are local to their area, and learning about how she can apply these lessons to her personal life, how she navigates her kitchen, and how she approaches food. Our discussion focuses on the four episodes that will drop each week on Nat Geo, as well as streaming on Disney+. She tells us about how the show came together, the process of selecting those that are featured, and her feedback on dishes that were created during the episodes. Hi, Kristen. Good to Hi. see you. Good to see you. <laughs> we talked actually a few months ago. So you kind of talked a little bit about this, but I just saw the four screeners, which were so amazing. I really love this show. Why did you want to be a part of this show and how did you get attached to it? It started back in 2019, conversations of this idea from um, a woman named Julia. And it was a you know, food exploration, self-journey kind of, kind of show. And then 2020 happened, things mm-hmm. screeching halt. Um, and then we started to pick it up. And as we started to kind of develop this treatment, um, you know, the pitches come. And so mm-hmm. when it got pitched, Nat Geo was like, Ooh, we like this, but also we're Nat Geo and we right. can do something like this. this. <laughs> and then I'm like, yes, whatever this is, I'm totally in for it too. Yeah. So although they're very different, um, it started with this original idea that the the core and the heart of the show is very similar between the mm-hmm. two projects. Right. Um, and I love Nat Geo. <laughs> no, it was so good. And watching you immerse yourself in so many different situations, I had anxiety for you. <laughs> <laughs> so there's four screeners I saw, but how many episodes will there be in total? We did the four. So mm-hmm. we filmed over the summer oh, wow. um, with any new series. You know, I think there's, you know, we got trial and error, see mm-hmm. what's working, see what doesn't. And I can only just hope that we can continue exploring parts of the world. Absolutely. And, you know, what, what was the criteria in terms of the the locales you went to mm-hmm. and also the people that you featured? I mean, everyone was so different, and yet there was that common, you know, through line with them. So we have, I mean, um, Missy, who is one of our um, producer, executive producers, she was in charge of a lot of the creative. And mm-hmm. as you can imagine, I mean, and Nat Geo has their resources, obviously. Right. And as you can imagine, there are a lot of moving pieces. There were mm-hmm. hundreds of locations and um, subjects mm-hmm. that were of potential. Yeah. You know, it comes down to scheduling (laughs) with them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It comes down to, um, especially for these first four. And as we're developing the series, Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, we can communicate in English because I wish I could speak another language. I wish I could speak all their languages, (laughs) but I can't. Um, And then it came down to, do they have a real life thing that they're working towards. Like Rolando wanted to cook for Charlie. Mm -hmm. Um, Gisela had these important guests that were coming into town. Like things like that were real. And Mm -hmm. so they needed to have the the story already happening in Mm -hmm. order for us to come in. So I, there were so many that were a possibility and I just hope that we get to tap into them one day. 
Wow. Well, what was your favorite dish to create? I mean, I love the kimchi sorbet. I thought that like blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but what was yeah, your same. favorite? Um, that blew my mind. I wish I could, I wish I could take credit for that one, but mm-hmm. I mean, it was just dreamt up in his head and I was like, how is this going to work? And I said, it's not going to work. There's no freaking way this is going to happen. Yeah. And then I tasted it and I was like, oh my God, like it makes sense. It's actually a really well-balanced dish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the best part of this, this series for me was I got to go in, especially in these first four and some, I created dishes on my own mm-hmm. and some yep. I didn't, but I got to go in with a place saying, I am, I am your sous chef. Yeah. And I am so happy doing that. I did not, I I gave my two cents when they asked for it. They asked Mm -hmm. my advice for things. I gave them my opinion, no judgment or hard feelings. If they don't take it, I don't care. Um, It was about the bigger experience, not just what I could give to them and what, you know, Mm -hmm. they could give to me in return. It was like this overall experience that we were, uh, that we were working towards. Um, I think the, the feeding bag cocktail, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> mind over matter on that one because yep. it it didn't taste great, but it wasn't like awful, right? right? But it was the color. It was the idea of what it was that kind mm-hmm. of throws your brain for a loop. Sometimes you got to work your way through yep. these. Um, <laughs> but I found it incredibly impressive because yeah. I was like, who who thinks of something like that? Um, but honestly, it, all of I was them, like, I know the brown in the bottle. I was like, oh God. Watching your face, I was just like, nope. but i will say like all of them had as adventurous as it all was and the food Mm -hmm. was like different in a lot of ways they all had this care about what they were cooking like they genuinely wanted to show you and they cared for the product Mm -hmm. Um, and they're excited about it so that's all you can really ask for when it comes to food yeah and i i actually like that like you said, you were happy being the sous chef. Like mm-hmm. I, in other cer- certain circumstances, I can imagine someone trying to like jump in and I could just see the thrill that you had meeting something new and like the the sweet uh, scallops, which I totally mm. would want to try because that looks so amazing. Yeah, those, <laughs> it was a wave of sugar. Like normally we're like judging scallops off their brininess and the right. sweet and the salty and the salinity and all that stuff. Yep. This, these were just pure sugar. I was like, these are crazy that like absolutely wild yeah wow. and we got to go i don't know if it showed in the episode there's so much you know that happens mm-hmm. on a week's time to film this episode not everything can make it in but we got to like i went down diving mm-hmm. into it and i like swam with all like in between all the scallop nets oh my mm-hmm. god it was amazing that is insane and so what is your biggest takeaway you know from doing this experience there's a lot um professionally i need mm-hmm. to i need to leave more room for experimentation and play yeah. without judgment mm-hmm. whether i'm judging myself or having to serve it to someone mm-hmm. that's going to judge me um and then i think personally it was it was layering continuously layering in this this empathy that yeah. i just i don't know like i i cared so much for these people mm-hmm. um I cried in every episode out of pure kindness because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, oh my God, they're being so nice to me. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, we're often jade. I mean, the state of the world jades us and yeah. because reality sucks sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of things that are wrong. But when you when I got to meet these people and spend so much time with them on camera and yeah. off camera, and they yeah. were the exactly same kind of person, just wow. so excited to show you who they yeah. are. Like that, that shit got me. And I cried every time. <laughs> 
I mean, that is so beautiful. And I guess the last question is like, what would be the next, you know, places that you would like to go to, you know, should this continue, which I hope it does because it's so beautifully done. I love the format. Oh my God. There's so many. So there's so many places that I know of and I don't even know of. Like there are pockets of this world that I don't even know the name of, but yeah, you know, things that were being tossed around during these first few episodes like Mm -hmm. trying to figure out who where where we can go i mean mongolia was a place Mm -hmm. um different parts and i think peru there was um places in africa and i was like yes like get me (laughs) get me there like i want to go and i want to feel all of this stuff yeah um so i mean there's there's countless places that we can go it's, you know, we got to find mm-hmm. the time <laughs> the, the, the well, timing yeah. has to work out. <laughs> exactly. And all the other factors, all the well, things. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time. Like I said, I, I love the show. It was so fun to watch. And I definitely hope that there's more episodes and more seasons because it just it was really cool to see that and to watch how you were immersed in there. And then just to hear these interesting stories and the sense of community that it takes community for everyone, but very yeah. much so in this particular situation and that they're also passionate about what they do. Yeah, they're really amazing, wonderful people. We can't wait to sit with you again to share another great story with you at Athleisure Kitchen. Athleisure Kitchen is a part of Athleisure Studio, our multimedia podcast network, which is the division of Athleisure Media, and whose sister site is Athleisure Mag. Get the latest episode by listening, following, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Premium, Himalaya, or your preferred podcast platform. Find out additional information by checking out the show notes. You can stay in the loop on who future guests are by visiting us at athleisurestudio.com backslash athleisurekitchen and on Instagram at athleisurekitchen and at athleisurestudio. I'm your host, Kimmy Smith. Athleisure Kitchen is executive produced by Paul Farkas and myself and is mixed by the team at Athleisure Studio. We'll be back with another episode, so make sure that you set an extra plate for us.